war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon. Welcome to May. We have made it to May, indeed. Folks, not, uh, listen, who can complain with the type of weekend that we had, uh, especially yesterday, was just a beautiful day. And I had the opportunity to uh, stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And I want you to know that they are so ready for Mother's Day. It's really incredible. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Mother's Day is coming. Stop in, see everything available now, including annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. They have hanging pots. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. And, you know, whether people realize it or not. I mean, think about that. Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday, May 8th. Stop by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. And not only that, they have hanging pots, uh, 10-inch, 12-inch, Moss baskets, annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. They have hanging and patience. They also have herbs, tropical mandevillas, and hibiscus plants, screen loom, and mulch, and a lot more. Folks, pop in and see them. This is where you want to go. Sometimes I even say that it's <clears throat> it's Mother's Day headquarters, so to speak. We've said that in the past. We'll say it again. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop in Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And the fact is, uh, this is the time of year where you really want to stop in and see them. And especially this week, Screen Loom and Mulch now available, pickup and delivery. And remember, at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they have crushed stone. They have everything, full-scale nursery, everything you need to make your house a showstopper. So stop in and see them. Folks, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And I always like to say... You know, they have a uh, a great Facebook page. And what I mean by that is they update it. They keep it looking, uh, you know, everything you get to find out, everything that they have. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Take the ride. Rhode Island's number one garden center. Again, they're open every day. You can call them. At 295-4399, 295-4399. Again, Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday. This Sunday, May 8th, is Mother's Day. Stop in everything, annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. You know, not only that, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging patients, pansy, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, by the way. And then, of course, the... Uh, Tropical mandibillus and hibiscus plants. Folks, everything you need, it's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. I want to um, welcome in everybody that is tuning in to our, um, we, we are live on not only Facebook. Good afternoon to uh, everybody on Facebook. And folks, we have a, <clears throat> this is one of those days. We have one of those stories that I'm going to cover that the rest of the media will not cover cover for you. And and I want to say this. I mean, I, I admit, like many of you, I don't understand a lot of the choices that are made. Sometimes I, I mean, I kind of get it. But let me just say this. I, I think it's wrong that uh, the fact that, you know, that they withhold, <clears throat> withhold information is, I think, the biggest problem I have with some of the the local media. So again, good afternoon to everybody, part of our live stream. 
on Facebook, and then we're also on YouTube. And then the Twitter crowd was saying, Juan, what about us with the live stream? So now we also do the, the noon report, and when we do Juan after dark at night, uh, we also do, do that as well. And I want to thank everyone. We had a busy weekend. My goodness, I was on, <coughs> excuse me, I was on Newsmax. Um, let me think. I don't even know. Four times, both Saturday and Sunday on Newsmax. And, um, and Wendy Bell is terrific. And the people in um, <coughs> Wake Up America folks are, are terrific as well. Folks, the, the program just continues to, you know, as many of you saw, I mean, we went international, basically. They, I was doing an interview the other day. They said, you know, what, what kind of impact do you think going to Ukraine had and on the show? And I, I said, you know, it, it just you bring in an entirely you, you get not only a national audience, but a world audience. But um, but this story right now and I want to touch on this is exactly <clears throat> to me um what what's what what's going on and th- there's several different factors to it but th- this whole business of what's happening right now and i i get it that you can't everyone can't pay attention to the news but there was not only a fatal hit and run over the weekend um in providence but the family is sitting in court the driver apparently turned himself in over on yesterday. And as the driver is sitting in court, he then, the suspect in the deadly hit and run, was released on bail. Was released on bail. So, I mean, it's it's bad enough. This woman was apparently just, and, and Channel 12 has audio. But before I, I play that, Domingo Grave Castro, 40 years old, turned himself in on Sunday Hours after police said he struck Violet Barak's 76, she crossed Union Avenue. This woman, and this is important, I want you to hear me out. <clears throat> this woman is on the verge of leaving for, I believe, an international trip. She was going to go to the UK to celebrate her 76th birthday. So, but here's the part in the courtroom, his name is Domingo Grave Castro. Now, this is the Channel 12 story. He was sitting behind the family before the arraignment began. He posted bail over the weekend and was ordered to, quote, surrender his passport and not drive. So that's number one. The woman that was killed is the aunt of state rep Marsha Wranglin and um, uh, Lisa Wranglin, president of the Rhode Island Black Business Association. We walked into the courtroom not knowing to what expect, and that is outrageous. The person who, who murdered our aunt aunt was sitting behind us no idea that was the person so now here's the part family members are yelling at him and i'm going to play the channel 12 story but channel 12 that does the story they purposely leave out that the guy is speaking spanish and needed a spanish translator now someone just texted me do you think he's an illegal well i don't know for number one why does he have a license Number two, why does he have his license in his passport? Again, an unanswered question. And, and, and again, you know, someone could say, well, you could have gone. I'm going to try to find out. So he made an illegal U-turn. He struck her and drove off. What, what would make them think this guy's going to stick around in the country? But no one even asked the question. And again, I'm going to play the story in a moment. Now, Channel 12, to their credit, He's back in, due back in court August 5th. <clears throat> so, and I think I see if that is Kevin, um, I'm blanking. I know the, the uh, criminal defense attorney. Kevin, uh, I'll think of it. But anyhow, um, I, I want to hear uh, Channel 12 initially reports that he's speaking Spanish to the judge, but they leave it out of their report. So let me see if this, um, they have a video up that shows him standing in court. I'm on the Channel 12 app. And let me hear this. Is there audio here? I don't. Again, I didn't even know that he had surrendered. I'll tell you, the police in the state also, folks, do not communicate. They don't communicate. No, I don't know. (laughs) How come? All right, let me let me play. I'll play what I was originally going to play, which is the the report that they did. 
And um, <clears throat> at least Channel 12 has a story up. I'll give him credit for that. But why wouldn't you highlight that he needed a Spanish translator? Kevin, um, God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his last name. He defended Rosemary Glancy. Here we go. Shot in court this morning for the family of a Providence woman hit by a car and killed. Suspect already free on bail. 12 News reporter Brittany Schaefer brings us an update from court live in Providence. Well, Patrick, the arraignment was brief as the waving was as the reading was waived, but it was still shocking. The family received a big surprise as they were in the courtroom. They tell us they didn't know that the suspect was just a few pews behind them, and now it has them demanding systemic change pews. so it doesn't happen to other families. I like that. Like a church. The family of Violet Barracks emotional in the courtroom as they see the man who allegedly killed the 76-year-old in a hit. Turned himself in. We walked into that, in that courtroom not knowing what to expect. That is outrageous. But beyond tears, frustration as Domingo Castro walks up to face his charges sitting just two benches behind her family. Wow. The person huh. who murdered our aunt. Huh. Was sitting behind us. Marsha Wrangler. And we had no idea that was that person. I don't understand. It's very confusing. And it tells me that the system is broken. State Representative Marcia Wrangler Vassal, who is also the victim's niece, tells us Castro was initially arraigned over the weekend where he posted Kevin bail. Bristow. Information she says her family found out after Bristow. this morning's arraignment. And he walked out. How does that happen? Oh. When the family doesn't even know he was granted bail. Get justice for auntie. There's no question about it. He's going back to Guatemala. For changes. The 76-year-old was killed Saturday evening after being struck by a truck. Providence Police say Barracks was crossing busy Union Avenue right near her home. Witnesses say the truck made an illegal U-turn and then took off, leaving the 76-year-old in the street. Police tell us Castro later turned himself in three hours after the incident. Barracks is survived by three daughters and a son, along with extended family here in Providence. My aunt was passionate about life and laughter, and they stole her from us, and our children and our grandchildren, and that person was able to sit behind us Yes. in our moment of grief, and yes. we didn't even know it was him. Nope. And Castro's bail remains at $30,000 with surety, which he posted over the weekend. The judge also ordered him to surrender his passport. He's also not allowed to drive. He's due back in court on August 5th. Live in Providence. I I don't understand. If he has a passport, well, and his driver's license, how did he get a Rhode Island driver's license? Folks, and what does McKee want to do? Let me see if they have video here. Of them talking, the defendant, I click on it and then nothing blanking happens. I don't understand. I also don't understand that's Brittany Schaefer. And then the, uh, maybe, maybe it's, I don't know what to make of, um, again, Channel 12, to their credit, they were there. They were in the courtroom. Uh, that was right in Providence. I want to... Um, pull up. Bear with me, folks. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. This is all, you know, keep in mind, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee wants to drive his license to illegals. Now, someone said, you know, do you think he's, does it even matter anymore? It doesn't even seem to matter in Rhode Island anymore. It's not even reported. The, The Kate Walsh is a reporter from Channel 12. She was reporting that he was speaking Spanish to the judge, but then they leave it out of the story. Here's my question for Channel 12. Why do you leave that out of the story? Folks, why can't, see, this is this, do they think that we can't handle it? Is that what it is? I don't, don't, also don't understand. They have a video, and I click on the video, and then nothing happens. <laughs> I, I Maybe I'll, I'll have to, now that's on the app, but, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. They're not even, hold on. They don't, they, how come, you know, now I'm angry. Now I'm angry at 1220. All right, I think I can play it. And you're going to hear, what, here's my question right now. Why did the media leave out that he needed a translator? Why did the, why did Channel 12 
You know, now I'm, you know, this is ridiculous. Why? Who's making the blanking decisions over there? If I'm seeing this correctly, which I believe I am, all right, then we'll play it off the stupid iPad. What, why are they leaving out that he needed a translator? The woman in blue. So there's the prosecutor, this Kevin De- All right, now I know that you can't hear it, but I can hear it. Terrible. Wow. The woman in blue is the translator. And that she's not even identified. I don't understand. So she stands there in the blue. And she has to translate for him. All right, I don't know why it's not playing on the app. Folks, and again, bear with me. Twenty four hours to surrender the passport. You know, this this is um you know, I don't understand I mean I do understand. I do understand that the media, like Channel 12, what is your problem? You're there. Kevin, I just said his name. Kevin, um, hold on, folks. I recognize that we're live. Um, You're listening to. Kevin Bristow, I'll I'll reach out to him this afternoon. I know Kevin. I've known him for 20 years. Kevin Bristow, that is exactly right. There he is, lawyer in Providence. Ooh, Turk's head. All right. I didn't realize he's doing that well. So somehow he got this case. You know, am I overreacting? Why won't Channel 12, why would they not identify that... The woman in the blue is the translator. And I fully recognize that I'm going to slow this process down. But maybe I'll tweet it at one o'clock. Right there, I'll hold it up to those that are watching. You're going to see to the defendant's right is a woman in blue and his lawyer is Kevin Bristow. The Channel 12 does not even identify... That the woman in blue is a Spanish translator. How is this possible? What, what is going on with these people? That's not racist. How do they leave that out of the blanking story? What, what, I, I just don't understand the decision-making process. <clears throat> There's a woman who's translating for him. Kevin Bristow, thank you. There's a woman translating for him. She, I'm sure it, it, she either works for Kevin Bristow or she works for the court. Good luck trying to find that in the media coverage. It is just so broken. How do you not report that? How do you not report that? I don't get this at all. You know, you go through the whole thing. The reporter mentions he's speaking Spanish. So then there's a translator there. You know, and, and, and I'll tell you, so why is that, Matt? Why does that matter? Is because it's another example. If he can't speak English and he's involved in a hit and run, there's a very good chance he can't read the road signs. 
which could have led to the illegal U-turn. See, this is the stuff that Governor McKee doesn't talk about. This is the stuff right now. Folks, hear me out at 12, 1226 on this Monday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, and I will bet any amount of money I'll be the only one in the local media will talk about it. <clears throat> Granted, it just happened. That's why it's relevant. What does McKee want to do? Oh, we're going to give driver's licenses to illegals. Yeah, guess what? They can't read the road signs. You know, someone asked me, did you rent a car in Ukraine and over there or did you? No. Are you nuts? Because I can't. And in Poland, a lot of the signs were not in English. <clears throat> so I didn't. I got a driver or, you know, you take taxis is what I mean. Unbelievable. Wow. Why? Why is that being left out? Now let's go to Channel 10. Now, actually, they didn't even, um, they were not even in, oh. Well, here's Channel 10. Suspect and fatal hit and run expected in court. Hmm. Domingo Grave Castro surrendered himself to police. I didn't get a press release on this. I don't understand. Why did I, well, how come I didn't get a press release on this? Castro, he handed, turned himself in, by the way, driving a GMC truck, allegedly struck or drove away. <sighs> do we really want to go? Do I really want to? All right, why not? All right, let me see if anyone has it. We, now we know the information. Boy, this stuff really irritates me. Really irritates me. Why is that left out? Why would you leave that out? I'll go to Channel 6. You're letting them out? Man involved fatal hit and run let out on $30,000 bail. It's 30 bail. Kevin Bristow's the attorney. Providence man. Domingo Castro. I think his name's a little longer than that. Accused of hitting. Took off from the scene. And was released. Uh, the family was yelling out in court. Um... Suspect's license was revoked. Now, they don't mention that he has a passport. So I'm going to work to try to get some information. What are some very um, easy questions? All right. So he had to surrender a passport. What what country for? Does does he have a right to be here? If he has a passport, I'm willing to guess Guatemala. And let me just check. Um, I'll, I'll be fair. Let me just see if the Boston Globe covers Rhode Island has anything on it. I get it's a Monday. It's a developing story. No judgment here. I didn't know about it. Now, after, um, oh, okay. After the program, after the show, now I have to contact the Providence police and say, how come I didn't get a press release saying that the individual, uh, it, it, it's just, I, I don't understand what, what's so tough about some of this stuff. Um, Providence Journal, victim in fatal Providence hit and run, aunt of two black leaders, um, turned himself in three hours later. Oh, Tom Verdi, too. Verdi had it. Did they send out a press release? Folks, I can't be everywhere. You know, on Saturday, there was a fatal road rage incident on 95. State police are, you know, tweeting out about, like, a toy drive they're doing. You know, that that would be useful information. At 1230, boy, that, that how, do, how do you leave that out is just beyond me. Do we not have a right to know about that? If you put he had a Spanish translator, now, number one, it'd be true. Number two, it certainly could come into fact the play of maybe he fled because he or took the illegal U-turn is because he can't read the English signs. Those signs everywhere in Rhode Island, they're not in Spanish. They're in English. Here's another fair question. He had his passport. Well, you just heard Kevin Bristow, his attorney, saying they need 24 hours. For what country? And if he has a passport to another country, how does he have a Rhode Island driver's license? Here's a really easy question. Is he here legally? 
I don't know. I don't know if he's here legally. I will try to find out. I know that in the past, they don't even answer that question anymore. As a matter of fact, they don't even ask that anymore. Channel 12, you're a reporter in the courtroom. Or I don't understand. Brittany Schaefer does the report. I'm not criticizing Channel 12. I don't know. Kate Walsh was the one tweeting. Kate Walsh of Channel 12. Kate Walsh of Channel 12 tweeted out. And she's tweeting about their outraged Castro sitting behind them in the courtroom. All true. Family members shouting out. All true. Kate, K-A-I-T, Walsh. Domingo Castro released on bail. He just walked up to the judge. He speaks Spanish. Judge sets bail, surrender passport, no driving. Next court date, August 5th. Um, and why did the judge let him out? And here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's my point. Why would Channel 12... I think this is constructive criticism. Why would you leave out of your news report that he was speaking Spanish to the judge? I'm the one explaining that he's got a a Spanish translator standing up there. Why would you leave that out? Isn't that, didn't it happen? Isn't it part of the story? Oh, well, here's something. We were only focusing on what the family was doing. But if he's involved in a fatal hit and run and he did an illegal turn, it is certainly fair to question maybe he can't read English. Maybe if he was using a Spanish translator and he had to surrender a passport, I think it would be a very fair question to ask. Is it possible that he didn't understand when he made that illegal turn that he couldn't read the signs? That is more than a fair question. So therefore, why would you leave out of the story? Folks, this, this is insanity. You know, this is like the new, the new uh, and again, good afternoon at 1233. <clears throat> You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I, I question it because I don't, I, I literally don't understand that. But you know, also, I don't understand, you know, what, what look what happened in New York. Uh, you had someone that set off the, uh, that was shooting people on the subway. And the new way to describe is police are looking for a suspect. Um, it was at the press conference that I believe the police commissioner or someone connected with the mayor's office, because the mayor had COVID and wasn't there, said he, it's a male suspect, five foot five. So, but now also, they wouldn't even release the fact that it was a black male. How is the public supposed to find someone? We're looking for a suspect. Like, it's so ridiculous. It's just preposterous. And right now at 1234, hear me out. I don't care whether you're a Republican or Democrat. What, what is the goal here? Is the goal to find the suspect? They, they continue to make... Criminals, victims, and they treat the criminals like victims. We have a problem in Rhode Island that children, children, children are so under attack in Dan McKee's Rhode Island. That guy, to me, has proven himself unfit to lead for the next four years. The North Kingstown School Department basically should be closed. They continue to let students be victims to adults, teachers, and coaches, and they do nothing about it. And on our roadways, they allow teenagers to be hit and killed by drunk drivers. By the way, tonight, Facebook Live, John DePietro Show, 7 o'clock, you're going to hear directly from the family of Matt Dennison, really good kid, West Warwick hockey player, who was killed by an adult drunk driver. And as we know, the year started, it's, it's basically one a month with poor little Olivia Passaretti, who was killed by an adult drunk driver maniac. That's how the year started. Has Governor McKee introduced anything to try to toughen the laws on drunk driving? No. What do they want to do at the state house? Happy hour. This is insanity. There's no one 
Children are being killed on the roadway. 76-year-old woman is crossing the road. Boom. Killed. Fatal hit and run by an illegal. Took an illegal turn. And the local media won't even tell you that the guy needed a Spanish translator in front of the judge. Who are you protecting? What is wrong with you people? Are we in the same business? Apparently not. I'll even go step higher. It could, maybe it's not the reporters. It could be some editor at Channel 12 said, no, take that part out. No, we don't want the part where they speak Spanish. No, we don't want that. Folks, the whole reason, I get so mad. The whole reason that I started going covering the protests is because initially, that the you know when I would talk to the police they'd be like you know what happened last night I'm like yeah the media was reporting it was just a peaceful little peaceful they were smashing windows breaking things language kill the police blank you throwing rocks peaceful and then I went and attended I'll never forget that first time Jacqueline Clear and my, we would chase back to the car that's when I realized and what what is the local TV well we don't want to upset the protesters. So we don't mention that stuff. We don't mention the rock throwing. We don't mention the vandalism. We don't mention the broken windows. We don't mention the fact they throw rocks, explosives. Uh, we don't like to mention, you know, that they were throwing frozen water bottles. It's, it, you get hit with it, it's like getting hit by a brick. No, we, because why? Because, you know, we don't want Black Lives Matter protesting in the parking lot of Channel 10 or Channel 12. I mean, you want to talk about lack of profiles and courage. And as I have talked about, you know, Channel, I I don't care. Channel 12 was the worst. Every story about a protester was positive. They're not a protester. They're a youth activist that seeks change. Channel 12 would do interviews with someone that had been arrested on weapons charges and never mention it in the interview. Channel 12, who still had that reporter, Carolyn or Caroline Guggen, who almost started a riot right there at the state house as she put on, unvetted, that firefighter who lied and misrepresented. Channel 12 aired that live, almost caused a riot. There were 500 to 1,000. I watched the crowd turn. They turned in the National Guard. They turned in the police. And then what did we? Oh, yeah, we found out later. He left a lot of information out. And his, his account of the story wasn't truthful. I will never forget that Friday night. Carolyn Guggen of Channel 12, who now left and went to Boston, rubbing his back. You're so brave. You're so brave telling this story. We have no idea whether or not it's true. But you're so brave to tell that story in the middle of a violent protest that turned into a riot, basically, almost. Four days after, they basically tried to burn down and destroy the city, which still has not recovered. Ridiculous. You're being mean. I'm not being mean. The media needs to serve the public. My loyalty is to you, the listener, the viewer, not to the blanking criminal. One of the lead protesters was arrested. 2020, violent arrest, threatening to shoot police. Not reported. If that protester had had a red MAGA hat on, do you think that might have been reported? Folks, this portion of the program, how do they leave out? That he needed a Spanish translator in court. Don't they care? When, when, don't, doesn't the truth, don't facts matter anymore? No, we don't want to upset the Spanish community. We're trying to get more of them to watch the news. Oh, okay. Isn't that part of the whole thing? Uh, if he was wearing a red Trump hat and had a Make America Great Again sticker on his car... Would you have report? Would you? Oh, oh well, well, that's different. That we definitely report because white supremacy is the biggest threat to the United. And if you don't believe me, ask Harrison Tuttle of BLM. The biggest threat 
to Rhode Island is white supremacy. How many people in Rhode Island have been killed because of white supremacy? Zero. How many people have been assaulted because of white supremacy in Rhode Island? Zero. How many people have been killed because of gang violence? How many people have been killed because of drunk drivers? How many people have been killed because of illegal aliens behind the driving wheel? Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by J. Perry Paving. This is a great time of year. Give them a call. Residential, commercial, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving. They specialize in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coats. Free estimate, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Residential asphalt driveway. They're licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Call J. Perry Paving today. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. 401 732-1730, 732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one's better to veterans than J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. I, I just don't understand, folks. I must be in a different, I, I, and again, everyone does their own type of coverage, but why would you leave that out? That's not a suspect. Why would you leave out? No, he was up there and he needed a translator. And it was a fatal hit and run. Maybe that's going to be his defense. He didn't read that he couldn't take an illegal U-turn. He panicked and drove off. Maybe he didn't know he hit her. Wow. I hate that stuff. You know, and I'll say it again. Whether people like it or not, the term is illegal alien. It is. You know, when I used to work down the dial, I'll never forget when they brought me in and said, ah, you can't use that word anymore. I can't use what? You can't use the word. Don't use the term illegal alien anymore. Why can't? No, 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 no. Why? Because we got we, somebody called and complained. Oh, what's the term? No, just don't even mention it. Should I say undocumented? You know what? Better off. Just avoid the topic. <laughs> you know, and to this day. Down the dial, Parkway, they, they never talk about it. Never. That's the ultimate go-along-to-get-along crowd. You know, it's also despicable is not only is Governor McKee, obviously everything with McKee is an inside deal. Everything is a crony. Everything's a buddy. Contract here, rig a contract there. You know, the, the perfect example with McKee is the fact of the scheme that he and Porkboy have going, which is a, basically an illegal quid pro quo. If I get elected, I'll hire you to work in the governor's office, in whatever, some communication job. It's unethical. It's immoral. It's probably, that's a gift-in-kind contribution. Uh, using the public airwaves to take down the opponents of McKee. Now, listen, it's one thing if someone said, you know, I really believe in the candidacy of Nellie Gorbea. I think she's great. I believe in her. And therefore, I'm going to advocate for her and talk very positively about her on the air. That's one thing. But to have a quid pro quo deal where you have set up, someone's going to get a job, right, if dangling the carrot. If you help me get elected, if you attack anyone that comes after me, if you won't have anyone on who's running against me, your reward will be a job, a state paid job in the governor's office. For the light folks, I have no idea why the Rhode Island Republican Party won't issue an ethics complaint against Governor McKee. That is a gift in kind. That's three hours of a daily running cleanup forum, daily PR. Three Now, again, I understand low-rated program. No one with a brain listens. Still, the, the mere part of that, it, it, it's just wrong. Republican Party, silence. I don't get that at all. Kayla's the rest of They should go after him on that. Folks, check out the website, petro.com Governor McKee. You know, I also, all oh, these, um, by the way, uh, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coincident. Folks, I was there yesterday, part of the Brandy Project. It's so terrific. It was a great crowd. Jim, all to raise money to help 
uh, animals, specifically dogs, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Delicious food. I had a great time there for their uh, May breakfast fundraiser yesterday. Uh, Governor McKee, someone was saying to me, oh, it, it turns out he's away uh, with his, here's what was said to me. It was actually on Twitter. And this is someone who put, oh, it turns out I heard that he um, he went uh on an anniversary trip so that means it was planned no excuse me that that's what oh uh i'm repeating i was told that it was a planned trip the new piece of information it's his anniversary trip meaning it was planned i don't believe that i don't believe that that's spin that they're putting out on why he's skipping the the ride pack forum this thursday no i don't believe that that's what he's trying to say but that doesn't mean that it's true. Why did Governor McKee's office twice confirm that he would attend this luncheon forum this Thursday? Because he was planning on being there. Now, what happened since Governor McKee planned and, and confirmed twice that he would attend this RIPAC luncheon forum this Thursday? What happened between the last time he confirmed and then last week when they announced that he wasn't going to go, the FBI probe, period, end of story. He's changing it now. Oh, no, no, I'm not debating, you know, July at the earliest, maybe August, probably maybe August, early September. I don't believe he does want to get in a debate stage. What has changed? The FBI probe. Now, what's the spin they're using? He doesn't want to debate till the, the field is full. He doesn't want to debate until July when everyone has their paperwork in. He's got the planned trip with the first lady for his uh, supposedly an anniversary trip. If, if those were the, the cases, right, how come when RIPAC was setting this up, scheduling for a public official is very important. You can't double book. You can't be in two places at the same time. You have to leave room for certain things. Um, wouldn't they have said, you know what, he can't make it that day? Um, number one, the reason is back in February, he's not going to appear at a forum until the field is set and everybody gets their signatures in and all the proper work. Before then, he's just not going to do it. They didn't say that. They said, done. He would love to be there. When is it? It's Thursday, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Boom. He's in. They circle back. We still good for May 5th? You're still good. He's but No. They would have said, you know what? It turns out he can't make it. We want to maybe work a different date because he and the first lady, uh, first lady, I believe it's Sue McKee, that they have a, a, a vacation planned. Okay, then let's figure out another date. Listen, he's the draw. If you're a ride pack and you're trying to set up a candidate's forum, the, the first person you want to knock, you know, lock down is the governor. Then you put out now if Nellie Gorbea or Matt Brown or Helena folks, if they say, uh, I'm not sure I can make it, it becomes, well, then you have to work your schedule because that's when the governor can make it. So that's when we're doing it. You know, they could have said they could have done. All right. Then how about Wednesday, May 4th? All right. How about Wednesday, May 11th? I mean, then you, you know, work it out. But that didn't happen. Why did they lock it in the fifth? Because he confirmed twice. What's changed? Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee want, does not want to stand on a stage. Now, here's another thing. I have no idea why his staff agreed for him to be there, knowing, maybe, I, if they didn't know, they should have known, that the Republican challenger, Ashley Kalis, was also included. Because that could have been a reason. It could have been, listen, if you want him, he's available on Wednesday, May 11th. But he'll do it with the other Democrats. He's not doing with the Republican challenger. Now it's up to them. Now it's up to them. Or it could have been he's not in February. He's not doing it until everybody is settled. Till everyone in July is when all the paperwork has to be. Then the ballot. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What happened was they agreed to do it. They agreed to do it. And they agreed to do it because they were going to do it. And then all of a sudden the FBI probe hit. And now 
You know, and, and as much as I, I disagree with uh, Justin Katz, where Justin, and again, I'm not, but he, he feels what Governor McKee should do is get up on the stage and say, here's what I can say or here's what I can't say. And where I just basically disagree with that is if you listen to, I mean, I, I just believe any defense attorney Basically, the, the defense attorneys, attorney, and I deal with this, by the way, people that find themselves in trouble. And the first thing the defense attorney says is, don't talk to the press. Do not talk to the press. So I, I know that Justin has been advocating that Governor McKee should basically get up on the stage and say, here's what I can say. Here's what I can't say. But it has been my experience that. You know, he, he can't say anything uh, if, if by listening to the to his legal advisors. If you listen to our legal segment with uh, attorney Tim Dodd on Thursdays, time and again, he will say what a lot of people get into trouble in is, is they start talking about a case. Instead of, listen, folks, bottom line is they, you know, it may not be right, but they need to. If the the attorney is looking to protect them, the attorney is looking to protect them. And sometimes the media accepts it. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they don't. So I go back to, you know, 20 years ago, the buildup to Operation Plunderdome. And Buddy Cianci, the mayor of Providence, would make it very clear that he was not going to do an interview if you were going to ask anything about the fact he was indicted with Plunderdome. So uh, I was working with Eileen Violet down the dial. We would not agree to that. So he wouldn't do our shows, right? Channel 12 would not agree to that. Channel 10 would not agree to that. The Providence Journal would not agree to that. So what became his mechanism? Captain Cliche, right? St. Pierre was always a big fancy suck up. Cass. Pork boy, they would say, okay, we'll have you on, but we just won't ask about the federal probe. So, you know, Governor McKee may try to find an outlet. You know, I want to do an, I'll do an interview with you, but you can't ask me about the FBI probe. So would the Boston Globe agree to that? I don't think so. Would the Providence Journal agree to that? I don't know. No, they would not. No. Would Channel 12 or 10? I don't think so. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. He may end up find his only place that he can do interviews is with his pal Pork Boy. But that's a conflict. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Listen, for all your propane needs, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. They offer online billing. Schedule your service delivery at the click of a button. It's Propane Plus. Call them today. And remember, with propane, it's affordable, it's sustainable, it's equitable, it's good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Propane Plus. Call them today. If you're right now listening... And you um, use propane. And a lot of businesses after, because of the pandemic, have started using more propane outside. Call them right now. Propane Plus. They're the best. 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus in Massachusetts. 508-252-3359. Folks, at 1255, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I'm going to have more about that, um, by the way. How um, I, I, I just, I can't believe, and, and we'll see if, if they adjust their coverage of the story. But for those that are just tuning in, there was a fatal hit and run over the weekend. The person that turned himself in for it, was let out on bail. Um, now Channel 10 just posted on it. All right, I want to hear this. 
Let's see if they mention that he needed a translator. And the fact, again, why do I think, why do you think it's so important? You know, I can hear the people already. Because if language is a barrier, then the ability to read road signs could have played into the fact. Let's see. I see Barbara Moore Silva. Let's see, or here I should say, you're going to hear it. That This is the Channel 10 report. Channel 12 left out the fact that he needed a Spanish translator in court. Let's see if Channel 10 includes it or leaves it out. Here we go. Accused of a deadly hit and run in Providence this weekend was arraigned in district court today. The victim is an elderly woman who was trying to cross the street just feet from her home. NBC 10's Katie Benoit spoke to the victim's relatives who already feel failed by the justice system. Hey there, Katie. Barbara, this tragedy has touched the well-known Wranglin family. They're known in Rhode Island for their work in politics and business. State Representative Marcia Wranglin Vassal lost her aunt and was here in court today. Domingo Grave Castro, 40 of Providence, walking into district court on his own today, facing felony charges. Police say he hit 76-year-old Violet Barracks on Saturday afternoon as she was crossing the road near her home on Union Avenue near Route 10 and fled the scene. Family crying out in court as they remember their mother and aunt. My aunt was beautiful. She was lovely. She was caring. She worked in the CNA for years and years, for decades, taking care of people. And in a moment when she needed the care, no one was there. Grave Castro was able to post $30,000 bail over the weekend. Barracks is the aunt of Rhode Island State Rep Marcia Wranglin Vassal and Lisa Wranglin, president of the Rhode Island Black Business Association. The family says they had no idea the suspect was sitting right behind them in court. And to see that person walk out. I don't understand. It's very confusing, and it tells me that the system is broken. Now Barrick's family is calling for change. We are going to honor my aunt's, our aunt's memory, and the beautiful spirit that she had, and how beautiful, amazing she is and was, by ensuring that this doesn't happen to other families. And part of the suspect's terms of bail, he has to turn in his passport and his license has been revoked. Live in Providence, Katie Benoit, NBC 10 News. Well, there's our answer, folks. Uh, no mention, no mention. So he has a passport and he has a driver's license. Interesting. Huh. What's missing from that report? Let me guess. Yeah, that's right. No mention of his immigration status folks we're going to keep going with this next hour this is disgraceful again though how do you leave that out he took an illegal u-turn maybe he couldn't read the sign because he doesn't speak english no mention of the fact the defendant the accused in this case uh what country is the passport from what also is left out is that he needed a spanish translator none why would you leave that out that is pertinent information Folks, right now it's 1259. Next hour is radio only. You don't want to miss it. AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, which is petro.com. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hour is next. Don't miss it right here on the John DePetro Show.